This episode of the Transparency Podcast is brought to you by the Defiant Ones Teen Magazine. The Defiant Ones Teen Magazine is a magazine for teens by teens, which touches on the hottest entertainment, fashion, trends, news, etc. But also talks about things that schools don't teach, like creating businesses, becoming leaders, financial literacy, tips on life after high school, mental and physical health and wellness, sex trafficking, bullying, and so much more. We have also created a podcast called the Defiant Ones Teen Podcast, which shares the stories of outstanding individuals who tell us all about what they've done, as well as their successes and failures, in which our listeners can grow and thrive off of their inspiration and wisdom. The next volume of the Defiant Ones Teen Magazine comes out April 15th. You can follow us on all social media at Defiant Ones Mag and order your very own copy of the Defiant Ones Teen Magazine by going to www.defiantonesmag.com. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Butterbee Rocka, and you are listening to the Transparency Podcast. Thank you guys for joining in with me today. I have a very, very special guest, but before we get to him, guys, make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Social distancing is the, the key right now. Um, hurry up and do that so that we can get back together. So I need y'all to spread apart so that we can get back together. You know what I mean? In the meantime, make sure that you are elevating your mind. You can do so by checking out my book, Fear of Failure, Fear of Not Trying. Um, it is available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles and all of that. I am a Amazon bestseller, became one in seven hours of my book release. So make sure you guys check it out. But anyway, without further ado, <laughs> without further ado, I would like to <laughs> go for my good friend, Mr. Ken Ford. Hey, Ken. Hey, everybody, what's up? Y'all good at the house? I'm good. Y'all know I'm good. Hey, congratulations on the dang on book. Thank you. He just threw that. And by the way, that's so much. <laughs> <laughs> on Amazon after. Okay. Right. Yeah, I need to read that. So, all right. Hey, what's up, butter? <laughs> so silly. Um, yeah, it, it did become a bestseller. Um, I became a bestselling author in seven hours of my pre-release. Wow, congratulations. Man, you would have never did that if it wasn't for COVID. Man. Okay. Silly. <laughs> it makes us all bugger down. Wait, we gotta get Dr. John. Woo, we make you do some work. That's good. Yep. Thank you. I appreciate that. I know I'm working. All right. Yes. So I would like to introduce, formally introduce the King of Strings, Mr. Ken Ford. Uh, again, I am truly honored that you are taking some time out uh, of your thank day. You. To speak with little old May. <laughs> so, can you tell about time out today. I got the time. I know, right? That's all I That's got. Time. Okay, this is the best time to get in every interview. No, let me tell you what was so funny when I called you, telling you that I was starting my podcast, and I said, "Hey, I'm a um." I'm gonna send you over my calendar so you can pick time. You was like, I got plenty of time. Everybody got time. I was like, you know what? Don't you? That's so true. I mean, we all got plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, before while we while we talking about time, what are you doing to kill the time right now? 
Ooh, I do so much. You know, I wake up and you know what I do? I come to my studio and I practice. This is my chance to really, really, really practice. I get that in. I write a lot of music. Man, I, I work on my next show um, online, what I'm going to do. Um, I, I play with my my grown kids. Now, I can't even say kid kids. <laughs> But, um, you know, I play, I play a game of chess with my son and uh, just all kinds of stuff. You, you, those things that you didn't get a chance to do because you're always working and, and busy. So I'm, I'm catching up on my family thing and it, and it feels real good. I'm, I'm, I'm having a good time. You know, I don't think about all the negative stuff. I, I, I look at all the positives coming out of this. I cannot wait to the other side. It's going to look so good. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, me so too. Me. Me too. So <laughs> you are the king of strings. You play the violin. Can you um, tell everybody uh, a little bit about your background? My background. Ooh, my background. Okay, so, okay, cool. My background. My background is, you know, I'm a regular guy. I, you know, I, I, I'm an only child. You know, my parents wanted me to go to school and all that kind of stuff. I, I remember they wanted me, um, I had an opportunity because at, at the time, I think I was working at Walmart and Payless Shoes at the same time and going to school. I was like doing all of that. I was that dude. I was, I was playing and I still played the violin on the side just for fun. It wasn't even about making money. It was just something I loved, but um I, I was working at, um, I remember I was working at UPS and they offered me a position. They was like, Ken, would you like to drive for us? Because I was already just a loader of the, those 18-wheeler trucks. Mm -hmm. And uh, they wanted me to drive. So I was like, yes! Oh, man! I was excited. I was like, drive? You know how much money that is? And my parents were like, do do it. They were like, stage school. No. And I was like, but it's like $100 an hour. <laughs> right. You know, whatever it was. And they were like, no, just this. I'm so glad. Let me tell you. I'm so you don't understand. I'm so glad I listened to my parents because maybe it wasn't even a year or two later. I'm sitting in the office making almost damn double what I would have been making at UPS sitting there chilling. That's good. And I was like, you see what I'm saying? I was like, okay, thank you on that one. <laughs> so I have an IT background and yeah, I'm out of date, but I can always update myself if I had to and yeah. I can't get back in that work industry job if I had to but that ain't happening I'm not that ain't even the plan that's not even a thought really but as far as with my time what I've been doing I've just been doing fun stuff and and just fun stuff just stuff I didn't get a chance to do and stuff I do anyway and what's funny about this whole thing is I was kind of used to this anyway, because, you know, I'm not the normal person wake up, go to a job and do all that and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, I kind of wake up when, you know, my body say, hey, Ken, uh, you finished? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm finished. You finished sleeping? Okay, yeah, well, wake up. Okay, that's where I am. I don't I don't wake up to no alarm clock. No, like, it's like when your body, just wake up when your body say you is finished. Yeah, I, 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 I believe it. body say it's time. Yeah. I don't care what time it is, whether it's 9 p.m. or whether it's 4 a.m. Go to sleep when your body say is ready. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
You listen to your body on everything. If it says it's okay to eat that hamburger, eat that hamburger. If it's not, if it says it's not okay, don't. So you got to listen to yourself. This is a good time, buddy, to get to know yourself. All yes. this time out, that's what it's all about, getting to know yourself. Okay, I'll start talking. Your turn. <laughs> and don't worry, this ain't nothing but hookah and a little hype. This ain't weed. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, so I'm ready, uh, buddy. Come on. You are known as the King of Streams. I absolutely love that name. Um, so the King first, can you tell people um, how you got started doing um, playing violin, and then we'll get into that name. Okay, cool. All right. So how did I get started playing the violin? That started way in the fourth grade. And what had happened, the teacher had passed out pictures of instruments to all her students. And see, back then, back in the day, you had to play an instrument. See, nowadays, it ain't, it's not even in school. That's crazy. Right. But you had to pick something. And so um, the first thing I chose was the upright bass because that was so cool and all the other boys were picking trumpets and saxes and drums. And I wanted something big but really cool looking and different. And that was the upright bass. But I changed my mind at the last minute because I was this little guy. I knew my parents only had a Volkswagen at the time. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to get the smaller version of this looking thing. And that ended up being the violin. That's how the violin actually got into my hand. And then when I brought it home, my mom was so excited so excited because she always liked strings and the songs. That was one of the things. And so she and I saw how that excited her. And I was like, oh, oh let me see what I can do with this, you know. <laughs> and so um, I, I, it was one of those things I, I continued to, to play and, and fell in love with. And my, and, uh, my dad was a DJ. Mm-hmm. So it was always records laying around the house. Look, and they do the same records. Matter of fact, I think the same record that I was just, you know what, I ain't going to unplug this power because we ain't going to take that chance. But what had happened, I think that's the same album, one of the ones I was like, who is this dude on this um, album with an afro and no shirt on holding a violin? And I was like, can you do that with a violin? And I was like, wow, I listened to that and it changed my life. And there and there it is. It was like Noel Pointer and, and, and he's a violinist from out of New York and he was doing something different with the violin besides classical music and stuff like that. Um, I'm not saying that's the first time I realized you can do something different. Actually, the first time I realized in high school when Mr. David Robinson came along and said, start arranging Michael Jackson songs and Stevie Wonder. I was like, wow, you can play that on the violin in the orchestra? And he was like, yes. And I was like, wow. So I started getting excited about that. And so basically I realized I have an instrument. I can play something that I enjoy listening to on the radio. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the transition started. I started playing by ear. Even though I know I can I can read, I still can read music. And I, I read music all the time, especially when you're practicing and doing stuff. And especially for those big calls. If Bruno Mars call you, you need to be able to read music because you got to be able to direct three other or a whole another string players and all that kind of stuff. And they... They're not going to tell you to go this way. They're going to hand you the sheet music. So you got to either learn how to read charts and the music and all that kind of stuff. But um, so I I started playing by ear early on. And then I started becoming 
cool for because at first you get teased for playing the violin you know i'm a little guy coming up and you asked for the background history didn't you so that's like that's a big question so you right. asked for the whole thing now if you have something else you want to ask you interrupt me and say yeah, okay so i'm gonna just give you the story so, so what had happened <laughs> so you know coming home from school uh, all the time on the bus you know i used to tell kids because i always told my parents i want a square case for my violin so that was for uh, the kids that know i had a violin that was the whole reason. And so they'd be like, Ken, what's that? I'd be like a trombone and I'd walk off. Ken, what's that? You playing the trumpet? Yeah, what's that? And then you play the trumpet, that's funny. And then it's like, so I used to lie. I used to not even tell them that they did. To this day, when they see me like, damn, I didn't even know you played about it. I know, I wasn't gonna tell it. Right, I hear that I played football. I did the whole thing. Till I got hit so hard one time, I was out of breath and I just got up. I had my whole uniform on. I got up, got my backpack and my violin case and walked off. And it was at that point, I said, you know what? I'm a violin. <laughs> I said, you know, no more pretending. That's it. This is what I do. I play the goddamn violin. <laughs> I ain't trying to get the wind knocked out of my head. I, <gasps> I was like, I ain't gonna do this. I can do the same thing on the violin, make the same amount of money. How about that? And I walked bad. off and I called my daddy. The daddy, I got cut. He was like, you, you cut? You bleeding? You? I'm like, not that kind of cut. Daddy, I mean from the football team. <laughs> <laughs> I did an old school. Eh? What you mean? You got So anyway, uh, so that was the end of that football career. <laughs> I don't know how we got on that. But you said you want background and how all this King of Stream came about. And so once again, I walked off with my life one time. <laughs> And then, so, actually, before that, I tried baseball. Oh, my God, that was no better. I was, um, man, I was in the outfield. I was right fielder. And, man, that ball got popped up to me for that first time. And the sun and the ball and the sun. And the sun just said, nope. <laughs> that ball hit my lip. I was like, and that's the end of baseball. You know, I walked off with my violin. So, it's like, okay, so. Not knowing, this just I'm just gathering my shit up. I'm just getting my backpack, my violin, <laughs> just gathering my stuff up. And I, it had to hit me. You know what? I think I need to be playing the violin. Like, <laughs> but you have to go through these things, you know. And you know, okay, now so here I am. I'm got through elementary and you know high school. So here I am now. I'm I'm this violin is in. I'm a senior in high school. I'm graduating, but I still wasn't kid for it not nowhere close you know i i was just somebody who played the violin pretty okay you know i was in the orchestra you know people knew who i was but it wasn't no big deal it was like yeah he, he, you know i still got my respect there and everything like that so i went on to college and um the the, the, the one the one place i wanted to go was georgia state i did end up going to georgia state but i didn't complete it there and at the time at georgia state all they had was um for, for majoring was uh in music was because that's what i was going to do i was going to major in music so was teaching and i did not want to teach because they ain't making enough money and the other thing was performance but it not the kind of performance i do now it was performance like in the orchestra like in the symphony getting you kind of ready for that kind of thing and i didn't want to do that either because that's just that's like a job eight hours a day rehearsing and you make about 30 40,000 a year like nerves you don't want to do that either and then you you kind of in this box 
and, right. and nothing against those cats because I love going to the orchestra and hearing the symphony and all that kind of stuff. And I would do a feature with the symphony, but as far as being in the symphony, no, that's too, that's too, you got me. No, that's like a job. Right. So, so yeah, I, and that's, that's the one thing I wanted to try and have. So, um, so what had happened, you know, I did extracurricular stuff while I was at Georgia State. I was in the Georgia State Orchestra. And, uh, and then this is when I started getting um, exposure to the extracurricular things like the African-American Philharmonic Orchestra was going on. I was at Cab College Orchestra, little community orchestras here and there. They didn't really make no money, money, but it was like you was happy you got $10. Like, wow, for playing your instrument in the orchestra, whatever. So I started doing little things like that. And then that led... While I was in the African-American Philharmonic Orchestra, that led to other opportunities that showed me, wait a minute, wow, this thing really, because we got a call from Barry White, you know, and, and, and he chose me and a few others to be in his uh, uh, Love Unlimited Orchestra. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute, like, wow, this violin thing, wait a minute, it's getting serious. So... I, it's almost like you let the horse build the cart. I didn't have business cards. I didn't have no CD, I didn't have nothing. I was just out there having fun and doing it and things were happening for me where I had to force myself, well, shoot, I better get some business cards and, and start building this cart. And, and, and that's what happened. And I used my corporate skills from, from my schooling, my IT degree, and I ended up going to DeVry. I left Georgia State because I didn't want to do neither one of them two. And I went in and, and got a degree in computer information. And um, and so now here I am working this job, but I'm still playing the violin. Had a great job. And, you know, I went through the department stores. I went through the corporations, property company, IRS, UPS. I did all this stuff. I, I worked at Walmart, uh, Burger King. Payless Shoes, plus I did record store. That was my first job at the record store. And then I went to Pofos after that, and that was my daddy's record store. So I, I've always been around people. I've always been customer service. I know how to, I know how to treat people. I know how people should be treated, blah, 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 blah. And then I got this corporate thing. And then I started contracting and programming. And then I started working from home. Why did they want to do that? When I started working from home, that's pretty much it. I think that was the last time I even went to another job after I started working from home because I got a little taste of how that feels. Yeah. I'm sitting in my drawers and I can just work and do whatever and I can go play my violin. Oh, that was it. And all I got to do is be available for a conference call. Right. And I used to hate them conference calls. But now I got to get up and get on the phone and all that, and this one time, this is another, I'm getting to points here. I know it sounds like I'm all over the place, but I'm really, I know where I am. So what had happened, um, <laughs> so I'm doing a conference call one time, you know, I'm on there, whatever. My other phone ring, and it's a gig, right? So I thought, I put the conference call on mute, so I'm over here negotiating, no, nah, I can't do it for $100, I can do it for $200. <laughs> That's probably what my price was back then. Who knows? But I'm over here negotiating, and everybody on the conference call covered like, Ken, Ken, you didn't do that, Ken, Ken. At that point, I was like, you know what? <laughs> At this point, I knew, you know, 
this this bit is a you know I need to just be doing my violin. That was one of the breaking moments, and then that was leading on to you know what your contract is out. I'm out. See your peace. It's we good. But then when I got home that day after I was unemployed. And I had to tell the wifey, you know, yeah, this was, it, up until now, it was all about me. <laughs> it wasn't about family. It was about me. It's about me. I wouldn't think about kids and nothing. Even though I got some, I don't care. But it was about me. So, so then it got to the point, like, wait a minute, what am I doing? So I'm, I'm unemployed. I'm going home. My wife was like, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. She, uh, she said, uh, I said, well, you know, um, I got let go, like, and she was like, now she ain't working now, and we already got kids, we already started the form, it's, it's on the way, we, I got full now, but it was about two then, so she was like, um, she's like, why aren't you playing your violin for, so I was like, huh, she's like, if you put the effort you put in all that program, I see you answering them programs, and fixing all, why don't you put it into yourself and play your violin for, in a and, and it was at that moment, Butter, that I hadn't turned back. That's when I said, if she can have more confidence in me to do what I love, I'm going to do it. And I committed to it. And I said, I'm going to be the best violin I can, violins I can be, the king of strings. And here I am. That that's is what an happened awesome to story. Huh? That's an awesome story. <laughs> Thank you. And there it is. And that's how, that's where I am right now. And that was about 20 years ago. And I, I'm still keeping keeping on somebody else believing you then you start believing yourself you realize that's that is what i am why do i keep going back to think see that is that we think we're not secure we need a job or something you don't need a job you need to believe in what it is you believe in and and commit to it and just and that's what happened and and because what's for you is for you yeah what's for you is for you it ain't no competition ain't no nothing it ain't, you know, if your phone ain't ringing for a gig, that's meaning it's because it's not supposed to ring for a gig right now. You need to be doing something. Go practice. So that's what I do. Yeah. You have to be obedient. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and there it is. Yeah, we actually you got, got the story. We, um, I, um, I have a background in computer information systems. That's, that was, I went to college for that first because my mom was, we got to have a backup plan. And I'm like... Yeah, that's what my mama said. The same, the same era. Yeah. That's the same. Half. That's the same. Yeah. And it, it always, most of it, it was computer information. Yeah, I went. I, I, I chose computer information because I'm like, oh well, we, you know, I, I, you always have a job or can, you know, can get a job. We always, yep, that exactly. was the case. But we didn't realize that you're gonna be changing so fast. That's you what have I was to stay so fast. Right. By the time I graduated, all of the programs <laughs> right. was different. I was like, oh, yeah. And I don't want to do this. And the only thing I want to do is sing. So I was like, I'm out. So I, yeah. I, yeah. I because by the time you graduate, it's a whole nother language. It's a whole nother language. You're like, language. what well, damn. Yeah. 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 Okay. You well, got yeah. You got to stay A certified. All that other bull crap to keep the good job. I, man, I remember all them days. Yeah. I used to have them thick books that you got to learn something every other week. God, dog. And then the code's not working because you got a comma and period, and you can't figure out why the code ain't working. Ooh, you was in that area too. Oh my god. Yeah. A dash, not oh man. Yeah, it used to drive me. You've been a comment in a line out, didn't realize it. Oh my god, just all kinds of stuff that can go wrong. I did cobalt, I did mainframe, I did, I did, I did Oracle. Plus. 
I did Oracle. I did all of that. Man, we have so much in common, but yeah. we got so much in common. Ain't that something? And, and we I, both turned the artist. That's my job, and, and I was like, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't for me. It's just really right. I, I, I do you just it. know it's up not for you. Yeah, and, and like you had said, I don't know, in this video or one of the other videos, <laughs> but one of the things that you had said was that you believe in letting your body wake up when it want to wake up. I'm, I mean, I am the exact same. I, don't, I ain't trying to. Yes. Let, let me let me get up when I'm supposed to get up. So, That's I, right. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> So what is one of your um, most memorable moments? Uh, because like you played, man, your, your, your lineup Ooh. is crazy. From Bruno Mars. Man, I remember, okay, I'm gonna tell you, I, I got about three or four memorable, I mean, all of them are so memorable. Okay, first, my first one, my first one I kind of mentioned already, Barry White, when, when I was young and I got called, and I'm here, I am at the Fox sitting on the stage in the orchestra with it, smoke coming up on each side of me, lays off, all I can see is the man that was in this, and I can hear my auntie way in the balcony, butterball, you know, butter. So just, just I'm like, oh my God. So that was a memorable moment, memorable. Okay. Now and how then, old uh, was Barry? I was probably in my 20s. Okay. In my 20s. And then, um, so many, so many. Um, of course, let's go knock this one out. Michelle Obama. I played right. for her. When when you called right. me that, I was like, oh my God. Man, that I mean, just to have her attention looking at you and only you and smiling with big eyes and then hugging you afterwards. Come on! That in the self. So okay, that was one memorable moment. She's so cool too. So cool. Um, what else? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, what? Uh, oh my gosh. I'm trying to, uh, I know you, but I didn't, oh, I, the, uh, the Olympic, huh? I, uh, not the Olympic, the uh, Super Bowl. I, you know, I did the VIP, um, party where all the players and their families be just to see all in and me all in them and just to shake their hand and compliment you. Just all of that meeting Stevie Wonder, opening up for the slew of artists, not just open, work with. Like Norman Brown calls me on the phone right. and stuff. You know, I've, I've sat with Marcus Miller. I've played with Marcus Miller. Bob James, David Sanborn, just give me advice. Just to be in the same energy in a room with these cats, and they tell, giving me advice. I, it, cruises I've done, where I'm looking at, you know, I've gotten paid five figures, and I'm sitting looking at the balcony at the ocean, like, how did this happen from this little violin, you know? So stuff like that make, motivates me. It tells me anybody can do what you want to do. <laughs> And that's my story. I'm sticking. <laughs> I get excited, but I'm sorry. Maybe it's this. I almost said. No, maybe it's the hookah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but whatever works. 
You have to keep your frequency high. I stay high, and I don't mean that literally high. You gotta stay high. Keep your spirits high. Keep your frequency high. Don't, man. Don't let me get started. Woo. What's up? Next question. I feel it. All right. So, um, <laughs> uh, what advice do you, would you give to an up and coming uh, musician that's playing the violin, or any musician um, that's trying to get out there? Because I mean, it's, times have changed from from back in the day, especially it's more digital now. It's, it's a lot of things that's changed. So what advice do you give somebody Indeed. to do now? Number one, do what you feel like doing. Do it because you love it. Do whatever it is, whatever it is, because you like doing it. Just right. start there. Start there. You gotta start it, not for no reasons, not for no outside reason, not because your mom and daddy told you, not because your spouse or girlfriend, boyfriend told you, not because right. your best friend told you, not because somebody said, dang, girl, you sound good. You should blah, blah, blah. Nope. You got to do it for yourself when you're ready, with right. no pressure from anybody. Right. You got to do it when you feel good about it, when you want to do it on your own, whatever that, do it, without, whatever it is. I'm saying, do it because you love it. I played the violin by myself in the basement because I love it. I'm not looking for an audience. I'm doing it because I love how it sounds. I love what I can do with it. You learn, you learn, and that gets exciting. That If, if your art is not making you it, I've been playing the violin for 40-some years. I'm still excited about learning new stuff on it. Yeah. I'm not bored with it. And if you find something that's not making you bored, that you love, play with it and keep going. That's my advice. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, that's some great advice. Definitely some great advice. Um, so how has the coronavirus affected your business? Uh, <laughs> that must be a Joe question. How has it affected what business? Right. <laughs> business is young. No, no. Well, I mean, you know what? Just to stay on the on the positive side, actually, it has made me be more about my business. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it it makes you put things in perspective. Like, if all these shows are gone, what you gonna do, Shout? You know what I'm saying? That's an ATL coming out. I'm sorry. What you gonna do? Well, anyway, so it allowed me to get my online junk together. Mm -hmm. Number one, uh, to get my, 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 just everything to just get my mind right. Right. And it also gives you confirmation that everything is okay. Everything is all right. You're still taken care of. It's a great test for a lot of you. It's a great test for me. It's a great test to just, to, to, to show you that, okay, what you gonna do? learn how to just be it's a good chance and opportunity to just be and watch what happens i mean so, you, you definitely preach over there i i know you know i start preaching in a minute but you I'm said you're some real stuff um you know i injured as you know i injured my knee over a little over a year ago yes and when you're hit with the oh lord what am i gonna do because all i've been doing since 2007 is touring um right and then you make it happen yeah when your source completely just stops immediately out, out of the blue you you do have to figure out what your other strengths are what your other hustles are and from that it burps so many other things because i really I really dived into who I was and what else I can do outside of just singing on stage. Man, you so, get to learn yourself. And, yeah. and all these opportunities 
they come at you, but the thing is, you don't want to force them either. Yeah. Because you don't want to do stuff just because you think you have to. Right, right. See, because I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I died as soon as all this stuff happened. First thing I was doing, I was diving. Oh, I gotta get my online show. Oh, I gotta get it together. Let me get my equipment. I did all that, and then the first show is buffering like crazy. It's it's doing this. It's, it's doing that. The second time, I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I? I'm, I'm doing this because I feel obligated. I, I feel like I'm losing something. Hell, there's only a few days into this thing, and I'm like, I, I, so what you have to do is stop, breathe, breathe. Yeah, gotta stop and breathe. Yeah, and, and and never do anything out of obligation or because you have to. Right. Do it because you inspired. Yeah, yeah. If I'm gonna do something online, it's because I'm inspired to do it. If you want to donate, that's great. But at the end of the day, I'm inspired to do this for you more so. Mm -hmm. It's not even about money. You got to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it may bring you a few dollars, but it ain't gonna save you. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't gonna pay the rent unless no. you Eric about do and you got four million followers. Right. And you can charge two dollars or one dollar. Right. Make a million and still play your record label. But yeah. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if, if I'm not that, I'm not looking, I'm not I don't feel like, oh my god, I gotta do something. You can't get there. Don't get there. Hell, the world stopped for you. Yeah. It's so take advantage. Hell, yeah. mortgages are not caught. They, the world stopped for you. Take advantage of it. <laughs> that's how I look at it. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a good way to look at it. I, I I see this, you know, everybody is panicking and everything, but I actually see this as a time to grow and and to figure out some some other stuff, figure out who you are and everything. Um, but like I said, I probably had I not injured myself prior to. I, I, I probably would have been freaking out a little bit, but you know, this was a good opportunity for me. So I'm, I'm okay because I'm prepared, you know? And it sounds like we are stopped again. That's it. So Ken, um, you have definitely shared a lot of valuable information and some really good insights. Is there anything that you would say to your younger self um, uh, about something that you should do or not do? Ooh, I would probably tell my younger self to chill. <laughs> like, first of all, that ain't going nowhere. And so is that not going, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but. You just gotta read between the lines on that. But I would've told myself, like, uh, boy, don't do that. And yeah, do that though, that was good. <laughs> I know you wanna know those do's and that, but I will say this, I don't regret anything. This is the cool thing. On your journey, it is for you. I don't regret anything in my journey. I, everything happened the way it was supposed to do. Yes, I can look back and say, I would have did these things better or that thing or, or saved this much. I probably would have not bought so much stuff, wasted so much money, if anything. I'd be like, look, if anything, I would tell my younger self, 
I need you to take that $100 right there. You about to spend on the movies and this little girl right here, put that into this thing called Yahoo. I guarantee you. Right. <laughs> that's what I would have told my younger self. Yeah. I need you to take that $50. Just, you know, just put in this thing called Amazon. It ain't, it ain't nothing. And I guarantee by the time now, I'll be a gazillionaire. You see what I'm saying? That's what I would tell my younger self. Be smarter. Yeah. <laughs> it has been a true pleasure uh, having you on the show. Uh, oh, thank you so, so much for being on. And we're going to say welcome, buddy. Thank you. So, all right, guys, we're out of here. Talk to you guys later. Thank you. Bye. See you next time.